Well, babies. How do I cut Ray Langevin out of this winning? Easy. Just give me a fucking two plates and I'm good. Yeah, I got a, I got an idea for you. Head on down to Lowe's. You know those guys that can't speak English that are working, looking for jobs? Just throw a couple of them in the truck and uh, give them a suit. Yep. Oh, that's a good idea. Keep this man out of here. <laughs> What's that movie with... Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, best, like, he's the best man. Cool, man. Uh, so do you guys want to talk? Uh, you guys want to do the uh, get the show started here? We got a lot to get to. I love you, man. Thank you. I love you, man. Yeah, I knew it, too. I just didn't want to give it to him. Uh, uh, let's get the show started. This is my sports show. We talk all uh, things Boston sports, good and bad, the hottest and the latest and the greatest. I uh, got a lot of Celtics talk today, obviously, on the show, the Wednesday edition. But let's <laughs> do some back for this. Let's do some opening takes. Uh, old Celtics graybeard Billy uh, Billy Trashcane is back in the program. We haven't got his thoughts on his favorite team in town, the Boston Celtics, in a while. So, uh, Bill, why don't you kick us off with a surprise opening take here? Yeah, so I'm going to switch it up and not go Celtics, but uh, hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, the Celtics from the NBA Finals. Bill would like to talk to you about hockey. <laughs> or uh, hey, hey, uh, Hein Bloom, bullpen. Ever heard of her? Enough said. Pathetic. This is why you're in last place. You just lost three straight series to the Baltimore Orioles. First time since 2015. Uh, let's see, a 10-0 game on Monday in a 12 to 8 game when you're leading 8 to 2 going into the seventh inning on Friday. Gave up 10 unanswered runs. Bullpen. Ever heard of her? On to your Celtics talk. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Ray, uh, your opening take. Uh, thank you, Richard. Uh, the Celtics are in the NBA Finals, but the stack is against them as the uh, stats are coming out that the Golden State Warriors shut up Rich. Uh, 123 finals appearance for the Golden State Warriors, zero for our Boston Celtics, and no combo uh, scoring duo under 25 has ever won an NBA title, and that would be Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for us. The others were Shaq and uh, Penny, uh, Hakeem, and some other Samson. guy. Samson. Thanks, Simpson. Ralph Samson. Ralph Samson. And I don't Samson. know the third one. I was so close. <laughs> what was the third one? I don't remember the third one, Bill. Who Penny? cares? Just keep going. Yeah, it's just it's uh, it's going to be a great win if we can pull it off, but everything is stacked against us right now. Well, I think what you meant to say is the stack the, is against us. The deck uh, is stacked against us. That's what you, I meant to say. There you go. You yeah, no, the we, looks. <laughs> oh, I got Rich's look. Even though you have sunglasses, I still saw it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of the facial expressions today because this is. Uh, I will stick with Celtics here. Ray's looking ahead. I'll look backwards. The run the Celtics have been on 51 and 31 to finish the season. Halfway point was 20 and 21. Uh, the, the, the They have the best record in NBA history of a team at uh, under 500 at the halfway point. Whatever you want to make of that stat. Look, the Celtics have been the best team in basketball since that midway point in the season. And uh, all they continue to do is prove these uh, these people that think the stacks are against them wrong. Uh, you took Kevin Durant out in a sweep. You took the defending champions and Giannis out in their building game six and then took them down in game seven. And then you just went out and took the number one seed and the best performer up until that point in Jimmy Butler. And you took them three games on the road in Miami where they had not lost yet in the playoffs, including a game seven where 80% of the time the away team loses that game. Uh, say what you want about those last three minutes. Look, the Celtics are doing it, and they're doing it their way. They're doing it with team basketball. So that stat of 25 under 25, Samsonite and Olajuwon, 
I don't know how much of that's going to come into play because Jason Tatum certainly has arrived as an all-around superstar, number one overall, you know, uh, all-NBA. Wow. Jalen Brown is up there in all-star seasons. performance. Took three seasons for you to finally admit that. And and the team is playing the way they're playing, and Al Horford looks like a guy that uh, spent an entire career to get here, finally did, and, uh, and is looking to close the deal. And uh, let's remember that the Celtics have played the Warriors tough for uh, pretty much for the last five or six seven, years. So. Seven, seven years. Seven years, nine ten. and five. Seven years, nine and five. Nine and five. Nine and five and seven years. So there you go. Uh, I think it's going to be a great series. I think this is what they're looking for. I think uh, Scott Foster uh, was sent down to Miami for a reason. And uh, the NBA got the what it extender. wanted. Warriors and Celtics, East Coast, West Coast, Steph first Tatum. A lot of storylines here. We'll certainly be getting into all of that. We'll dive back into game seven. And uh, that instant classic and uh, Celtics, 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 a little Red Sox, a little Red, just a little teaser here because we still only got bills back. I read the oh. email. I knew it was coming. I would have not put a Red Sox tag in there if I knew it was Celtics. Wow. wow. Here's the here's, here's the deal. It's June and uh, we're, it's about to be baseball season only. Uh, the Celtics haven't been in the NBA finals for uh, 12 years. Normally this would just be Red Sox season. So we have to ease our way into this, especially with the shit bag team that they're throwing at us. So, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit. And of course, simplest minds of the week, the end of the show. Uh, so that's the show. Welcome to the uh, Simple Minds Sports Show special Wednesday edition. Uh, Cause you fucks decided to record on Tuesday, which made me, uh, made me show up. So well done. Welcome. What's today? The first June first. June first. Happy LBGTQ uh, Community Day month. Coming from Ray, that means a lot. Welcome yeah, to the show. If you're looking to celebrate, uh, just laughing at Ray. he could barely get the letters out. Like he has, he has a tr- hard time dealing with words. Never mind letters in in that type of order. So, uh, if you're looking to celebrate uh, Pride Day, head on down to uh, White Birch Brewing. I'm sure they'll have something going on. Uh, White Birch Brewing, the best craft brewing in New Hampshire, Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray, dress please. Four sixty Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Head on down there. Get yourself a flight. Get yourself a pint. So if the Dr. Vittles flight of pints drive responsibly, you know what? Don't call Uber Ray. Still waiting, still waiting for a little bit of that coin, uh, old man. So until we get it, you're out. Uh, call Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk me. and then start walking. Uh, if you can't get down there, then get at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them these Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Celtics beat the Heat one, I normally don't have headphones. I normally have this coming out of a speaker, and it's I don't like it. I don't like it. I can't really hear myself. Anyway, I'm all off. It's a little delayed. Just letting you know. Just I'm, what I'm playing through. Care. Right it's the Mormon uh, internet, man. I like They're- that you still keep saying Mormon, even though you're wrong. Uh, the Celtics win the game 100 to 96 over they the limit the heat. internet after noontime. That's true, and they don't uh, serve alcohol over, I think, 6%, 5.5%. What? Yeah, isn't Salt Lake City a dry city, too? I don't think it's dry. Yeah. I don't think – I think that's what I'm thinking. I think Salt Lake City does not serve alcohol over 5%. And there's some – Or Sundays. Or Sundays. 
Yeah, by the way, I'm not there. So (laughs) keep going, Ray. Uh, No, we should have the geography be because you know what? If I ever, if I were to ever tell you where I was, you'd say, oh, yeah. And you, you've just had it confused. You've just confused the two states. Celtics win 100 to 96 over the Heat game seven in Miami. Um, I know that a lot of the narrative and a lot of the talk here wants to go to that final three minutes. Obviously, that's where the game was won, almost lost. But I refuse to talk because that's just going to go into a negative uh, diatribe about this team. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it right now. They won. They're going to the finals. There's a lot to look forward to. There's a lot to look back on. So we'll get to that in a minute. Here's what I would like to uh, to start with. Like I said in the opening take, 77.7% of these game sevens are won by the home team. Uh, Celtics defeated that trend. They've been doing it all season long. They've had an excellent road record all season long. Even when they sucked at the beginning of the year, they had an awesome road record. Uh, And the final in the playoffs, they've won on the road consistently. Uh, Game seven uh, was uh, bucking the trend for the the NBA, but not for the Celtics. They've been doing this a long time, all year. Scott Foster uh, also did not buck a trend. 12-0 and are the Celtics this year with Scott Foster as a ref. So... NBA. I told you guys, I told you this after the game six loss, the NBA wants the Celtics and Warriors watch the Celtics get some favorable calls. And I don't think the roughing was that bad. I don't, I honestly don't think the Celtics got too many calls um, where you would say that it was rigged, but this, the numbers speak for themselves. Did you think that roughing was, I thought the roughing game six was terrible. Six was terrible. Yes. The NBA came out in their two minute, their last two minute thing, whatever they do, where they review the calls, the close calls, there was there were six total blown calls, four of them were against the Celtics. And they were all huge in those stretches with, uh, with the heat coming back to win that game game seven. There were two missed calls. There were two, three second calls on the heat, a defensive and an offensive. So I don't know. I didn't think the ref was the roughing was that bad in game seven. I think overall as a product, the NBA is tough to watch because the refs, I think they implement themselves way too much in the game and it's tough, but in terms of, were they uh, for one team or the other? I don't think Scott Foster had an issue, had, had, had anything to do with game seven. Uh, the only thing I'd like to point out is the Struess, uh was he in or is he out when he made that three pointer? That was the big controversy of game seven. That's the only thing the refs didn't get right. And, you know, was his foot on the, out of bounds line or not? Means, I mean, it looked like he was out. I'm a Celtics fan. So, of course, I'm going to say that. I mean, I, that's I'm, the only thing that that's I, where I fucking hate replay. And that's why replay has taken a lot of this shit out of the game right so the naked eye he's on the line he's out yeah but if you have to and i'll i'll go back to what edelman and what 16 or whatever the punt return or whatever game it was where it when went it through his thumb. fingers or oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so i go back to that where you have to zoom in to see like a millimeter if his foot was on the line or off the line that's where i lose it on replay naked eye says he was on the line he was on the line period and i know as a miami fan you're you're pissed off and you're looking at but again you have to zoom in to see if his fucking foot is his heel is hovering over the line yeah i would have been sick of this bullshit if i was if that was a celtics it wasn't even a replay they just looked at it like when the game in game stoppage and took the points off like several possessions later yeah, that was crazy. And the game six version of that was when they reviewed the Jalen Brown offensive foul just to review it as the refs. Like no one asked for that. The, there was no challenge. They just oh, reviewed the offensive foul because they were trying to see if it was a flagrant because they thought he elbowed. Uh, no, no, that was game seven. I'm talking game six. Jalen Brown drove and he got an offensive foul and uh, they called it blocking on the floor. But then they just decided to go look at it. 
and whoever the dumbass they have in the booth that always everybody that's in that position always uh, sides with the refs on the court. It's it's a waste of time bringing those guys on the broadcast. They said, yeah, no, the the NBA have refs have the uh, the freedom to go look at plays like that. So it's that type of stuff that I agree with you, Bill. It's like, what's the point? What just like just review everything then? It's just annoying. I would re- like to not review anything at all. Just let the refs do it on the court. Whatever you see, done. I'm with you. Yeah, let's go. Let's go back to uh, getting angry at refs blowing calls and not looking because they're blowing calls anyway. So what's the difference? Yeah. What's, what's the difference? Anyway, to bring it full circle, I don't think Game Seven really had any of that. Even the the three from Struess was in the third quarter, right? So it wasn't that big of an impact in the game. Maybe should we look back at the Tim Donahue was at in his playbook? If you if you can take three points away from the team that you want to win, uh, lose, then maybe do it at any point in the game. Um, yeah, Just take your opportunities when they come. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so tired of hearing about this though. When you're, you're talking about a third quarter play, you lost by four. Yeah. Right. We're not talking about a fucking under three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And you're that a way bigger call. But we're talking about something that happened in the third quarter. Can we fucking get over this? Can yeah. we be done with this shit? Enough of it. The, there was the enough ticky tack calls throughout the rest of the game that it didn't. It, it Let's talk about it. flopping. Let's talk oh. about fucking Kyle Lowry looking like a fucking fish flapping out of water. I hate Kyle Lowry and the, the, the ref should be, he's been like this forever. He's ditches. It's to the point of Bush league, man. You're the fear. Like, look, I get Marcus smart has a reputation and he's certainly earlier in his career was just as bad, but I think he's gotten better at it. Um, maybe he's just gotten better at executing the flop, executing the flop as opposed to actually doing it. I don't know, but watching Kyle Lowry, like 15 years in the league still Tossing his arms in the air and acting like a jackass. It's Jimmy infuriating Butler. to watch. Jimmy Butler did the same thing, too. Every time he would go <clears throat> in the paint and t- uh, go up, he would just fall backwards and they call a foul on whatever defensive player was guarding him. It was yeah. infuriating to watch. Like, the, all the heat, that's what it was. Game 7 was flopping. Yeah, and you, and you kind of see where, like, I don't know if you guys agree, but I think Tatum kind of quit doing that for the most part throughout the playoffs. Like his it, flopping and flailing, they hit the ground more than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Every time they go to the lane, they're on the floor and they always create a four and five and uh, going the other way if they miss. But they're not to that extent. They're not Kyle Lowry flopping out there literally and everything going on. Uh, you know that he probably did do that, but know what he was up on throughout his playoffs? The bitching. Tatum. Oh, I disagree that I disagree <clears throat> with that too. Ooh. There were so many times it was four on five because he was back there bitching at the refs and didn't want to come back. I don't know, Bill. I think it was so much. I think Tatum has improved in that category. It's not still not great. I think he's maybe average with the NBA, which everyone's complaining. Everyone's complaining. But compared to in the regular season or even earlier in these playoffs, like he was egregious. First play of the game, hands in the air, yelling at the ref in his face. Now I just think I've seen him per, like intentionally like – internalize it shake his head and walk away i've seen him do it it. i thought it got better this series and i'll tell you what was a the buck series uh game five or game six i don't remember for a second second quarter before he had his all his foul trouble i forget what game it was but bad turnover looked at the ref didn't get a call and immediately went up and fucking just a stupid foul you know, his first yeah. foul of the game was i don't remember but you know that it was, was against the bucks. the bucks it was a frustration foul i think in game five that they lost in or, crucial I think, fashion, yeah. yeah and then you saw he had foul trouble though he was in th- basically three fouls at that point yeah. after on so i mean it's like 
I thought this this series got better. I'd like to see a little bit more out of it, and that goes for the whole NBA in general. But him and Jalen Brown take, I think, a little bit excessive when it comes to that. But again, you see, we want to consider them superstars. Every superstar in this league does this bitching and crying, except for maybe Steph Curry is probably the only guy I don't see like really crying. But I thought he improved greatly this series against um, the Heat, and I just it was just toughness on everybody's part in the Celtics. I mean, Miami just smacked him in the mouth for seven games. You know, I mean, you, you had a right to kind of bitch and complain. I mean, there was a lot of calls going both ways or not going both ways, I should say. And they, and I thought the rest of this whole series did a good job of letting them play. I know in the early in the series, it was, it was pretty gut-wrenching to watch every couple second game three, especially when the Celtics game four, you know, you're looking at games where they're up 20. The real series was five, six, and seven, you know, and I thought five, six, and seven, you let them play and, and, and get physical. And yeah, I mean, of course, at, at that point, you, you're probably a little pissed off and try to get the calls, but as far as him, overly bitching i don't think it was as bad this series as it was the first two the first yeah. two I, I couldn't stand it but i think as a you know as the games got tougher i think he's kind of kind of uh backed that off a little bit i think that's coming off the coach too i think adoka has been preaching it all year and he's really laying into him in this play yeah because the whole team the whole team has been that way outside of i think grant williams who i think is the worst defender at this point which is a little bit insulting but um no i think you made a good point the last the last uh, with the refs and the in the fouls look the heat took the 2001 patriots approach like they can't call foul on every single play so just get out there and be physical and grab their arms and hack away and whack away and uh, we'll make them earn it at the stripe and, you know, just get in their heads. And they did. <laughs> they pushed them to seven games when clearly low scoring too. clearly the Celtics were the better team. You watched it game after game after game. And game seven was a great uh, microcosm of it. The Celtics would go up 10, go up 11, go up 13. The heat would clamp down and then they, you know, and then they'd come back and bring it back. And Jimmy Butler had to be on his bullshit game six and game seven. And he was 47 in game six, 35 in game seven. If he had 39, they would have won. And that was, that was the play of the game. But before we get to that, I got some box score stuff. So I want to talk about, cause I think that's cool. And the key key takeaways from the game, which we've already hit on a few of them. Uh, Jason Tatum, 46 minutes played in this game, 26 points, nine of 21 shooting, 10 rebounds, six assists ends up with the Larry bird, Eastern conference. Hey, what's trophy. up, man? What's up, Eric? And, hey, uh, don't you know we're recording Eric, here? Eric, we're recording, you dink. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. He's, he, he'll issue an apology. <laughs> he'll send one via email, I think. Uh, Jimmy Butler. No, I did completely lose my, my Jimmy train. Butler. Jimmy Butler, 48 minutes, 35 so points, 13 for 24, Keep nine rebounds, right. one assist. Thank you, Raymond. Uh, <laughs> those two, obviously, uh, the, the best players on the team, best players uh, on the court. The 46 minutes and 48 minutes played were the things I wanted to key on. You go right down this list that I gave you. Marcus Smart, 41 minutes. Kyle Lowry, 39 minutes. Jalen Brown, 44 minutes. Dwight Bosch, 46. Al Horvath, 44. The guy, this was why I thought the series was excellent. Their coaches let the stars play, and they played it out, and, and, the, and they let the talent kind of win out. You saw Jimmy Butler with 35 points, nine rebounds. Marcus Smart, which we'll get back to, 24 points, 8 of 22, led the team in shot attempts. 3 of 10 from 3, but 9 rebounds and 5 assists outside of the shooting had a good game. Uh, Jalen Brown, 24 points. Dwight Bosch, 24 points. Al Horford, 14 gigantic rebounds. Uh, I just thought it was a great series. You you look up and down the box score outside of games 3 and 4, Jimmy Butler disappeared, and um, or 4 and 5, whatever that was. And I just thought the stars showed up, and game 7 was no different. I thought the stars showed up, and uh, every time each team needed a basket or a stop or a big play, it seemed like one of these 
six players was out there making it. Um, your guys' thoughts on the uh, high-end talent of the uh, Game 7 and Celtics Heat? Like uh, Bill said, uh, the first four games were a sleep fest. You know, it's just blowout after blowout, but five, six, and seven were legit, like, holy shit, edge of your seat. You didn't know what was going to happen. You know, very competitive games. Going down to the wire, the last two minutes of the game was very entertaining. So, yeah, the Stars came out, the Stars showed up, and it was a great series at the end. But the first four, meh, NBA didn't get that uh, that right for that uh, first four games. Bill, uh, are we okay to put a uh, superstar on, on Jason Tatum? Yes, only because you uh, got lucky and finished it out in the three minutes. Because if you if you lost that game, game seven in the last three minutes, that superstar label, uh-uh. There's no butting. There's no uh-uh. nothing. It goes all the way back down to uh, just good NBA player. But, I mean, that I think right there, I mean, you, you pulled it out. Again, I think you got lucky. You know, you got outscored 13 to two in the final three minutes. You know, and you go back to game six. I think it was 12 to two or 14 to two again in game six. I mean, that's a bad trend. You were the worst in the NBA in uh, what one possession games at, in two minutes. We're at 13 and 22 or 29th in the NBA. Sorry. So, I mean, yeah. yeah Thank good. you. Not worst. Sorry. Second award. Second. The Knicks, last. I believe, were the worst. The Knicks, so. But, you know, but either way. So, I mean, yeah, superstar. They they balled out at me, but I don't like the fact that Jason Tatum didn't get a shot in the final what five minutes of the game. Uh, for both Game Six and Game Seven, that's a huge problem. You need if you're a superstar in this league, you need to take over, especially in a Game Six when you have a chance to close it out at home. And I I've said it. I think a couple of people. I did not expect them, including our text exchange. I did not expect them to go down in Miami on the road in a Game Seven and pull this game out, and especially the way they did it. I mean, again, you're up 13 with three minutes to go you thought that game was over but they need to get out of the i'm playing to keep this lead they lost the game against brooklyn uh not brooklyn sorry the bucks game five against the bucks which was a terrible which you were up double digits that game late in the fourth and again you you saw it again uh, miami with three minutes left you're just trying to hey we're going to the finals and then you just let miami go on 11 nothing run but yeah superstar label jay statum they balled out yeah they got Sorry to interrupt you. I, I just want to touch on this before we get to the last three minutes, because it is the most important part. But in those last three minutes and in those last crunch times in game six, you saw what the Heat did. So there's there's a couple things. That, this is why I have faith. And I did think that the Celtics are going to win game seven because they are now six and oh in the playoffs after a loss. So keep that in mind. They have yet to lose back to back games in the playoffs. Worst, so. No, you should. And that's the way Billy, it, you're I, negative. Billy negative. I kept I, it was on our text chain. I kept getting texts from family and friends. You know, as the Celtics started out hot in Game Seven, you know, here we go, here we go, and no, it was this is a this yeah, is I was a saying it all day complete Sunday, negativity game. <laughs> you you shed no positivity in this game until the last whistle blows, and I was I was deemed right on that because it literally took until the last whistle, and 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 the it was like Ghostbusters when the, all the negativity was. <laughs> they had to get some happy thoughts in New York City. That's what we needed from the city of Boston for the Celtics to win, and I think we got it. Um, but in that Jason, in Jason Tatum superstar, look, I don't want to compare him to LeBron James. I don't, you know, it's not fair to do those type of things. However, he's stacking up with some of these players. He's also uh, playing in these crunch time situations like LeBron did early in his career where he would make the right play, but everyone wanted him and needed him to take the shot because he's the best shot maker on the, on the floor. He's 24 years old. I think it'll come. I don't know if it'll come in the finals. But I think within, you know, before, you know, the next time they make the finals, Jason Tatum will learn how to handle a double team and not just pass to the right guy, but get a shot out of it because that's what you need. Honestly, Marcus Smart went 0 for 5 
he was the only guy to take a shot in the final three minutes. Jason Tatum should have had a triple-double based on purely the assist blown by Marcus Smart. And that just that just can't happen. After Marcus misses two of those, Jason Tatum, you see him rise up over two guys and shoot the fucking ball. You know, so he needs to look, he got crapped on the beginning of it early in his career for hogging the ball and shooting too much. Now we're shitting on him for passing too much. It is a LeBron thing there. He'll figure it out. I have faith he'll figure it out because he has so far everything else in the uh, in his career. Do you think he figures it out this series? He better. Th- <clears throat> well, you're not beating Golden State if he doesn't. I don't look D, golden. We'll get to golden state, but they have the, uh, you know, they were the Celtics and the Warriors were number one, two defense in the league this year. Their defensive efficiency is number two to the Celtics, but I don't think that they have the physicality or necessarily the personnel to do what the heat or even the bucks have done. They were a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. I think the Warriors will be less. So yeah, maybe he'll learn to rise up above those guys. Cause he's taller and bigger and stronger than most of them. But no, I don't think it'll happen in the finals. I think it takes an offseason to figure that shit out. Couple, couple, couple more t- key takeaways, and then uh, we'll dive into the three minutes, and then the and then the Warriors. Then we'll get to your Red Sox, Bill. Uh, here's some other things I took away from it. The Celtics' offense was pushed. You could tell every time they got the ball, they ran it over half court, which I love. I they, that's the way they should play basketball all the time. Never mind against uh, the number, you know, one of the top defenses in the league, and it seemed to work every time they did it. They punched out to a double digit lead. And then the Heat made their comeback. Um, Jimmy Butler cost this cost Miami the series. Game six and game seven, game one and game two, he was Jimmy Butler. Those those middle games where he disappeared and literally was just passing up open shots or airballing layups, dude. Yeah, especially game five, that was atrocious. Yeah, atrocious. fucking atrocious, dude. That was like him, Kyle Lowry, Matt. What was it, Strauss? Strauss and, and Lowry, when it combined, they were like minus like over 80. 21. They were they minus over 28 in two games. Yeah, and they was. were a minus 84 combined. Bad. <laughs> that is so bad. But yeah, it definitely was Buller. I don't know. I mean, he was playing hurt or what, his knee injury or whatever. But yeah, final shot, I mean, you know, you could take into consideration if that costs him too. I mean, you're down two and you, you pull up with a whole lane in front of you, 18 seconds left of the game to, to shoot a three. I don't necessarily hate that shot. I think he rushed it a little bit, you know, as an outsider, you kind of look and say, Hey, go, go to the basket. But at the, at the time, go for the win. You're Jimmy Butler. You're having a great game. You, you just dropped 47 the night before at 35, 36 at that point, just go for the game. And, you know, it didn't work out their way, but you know, hindsight's 2020, but you look at it and it's like, do you drive? You're going to probably get an and one. You're one of the best, uh, foul jars in the league, especially going to the basket. So it's like, eh, did it cost you there pulling up that three? Yeah, might have. And and that's saying something considering you had three shitty games in a row. Right. right. Well, that's my bigger point. You know, that shot, maybe it cost him game seven, but the three bad games in the middle of the series cost him more. Uh, he needed to show up. And obviously Kyle Lowry, who showed up again in six and seven doing Kyle Lowry shit. He disappeared in the middle of that, but God damn it. I would be, I'm okay to reiterate Ray that we, that we hate Kyle Lowry. He, he first of all, he reminds me of you. Cause he just kind of has that framework. Cunty. Yeah. You're muted still. Uh, but you- God damn it. Is that a frustrating player to watch? God damn it. Is that a frustrating player to watch? He's fat. Gross. He's fat and cunty just like me. And yes, that's why, like, all my friends, like, you guys would be like, ah, I like Ray, but you can see why the outsiders hate me. Well, you guys, you can stand me. I'm sorry. You can stand me, just like my wife. You could stand me. But, like, the outsiders just like, how the fuck you guys even stand this He's guy? like Marcus Smart for the Celtics, right? Everybody hates Marcus Smart around the league, and he's the same type player. But I like my less... analogy better. Yeah, cool. With less skill. 
Uh, oh, yeah. did you hear him after the game? I hate all three. This, of you. A, this is a wait, wasted season. Yeah, fuck you. It was fuck you, Kyle Lowry. Fuck you, Kyle Lowry. I, I I have lost a lot of respect for Kyle Lowry, and also people forget Kyle Lowry and Demar Rosen underachieved in Toronto for years. It took them trading and getting uh uh. uh Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard on a on a heater uh, to win that Toronto, and he bolted out of there as soon as possible and hasn't played since. So and Kyle Lowry, Golden State got hurt. Durant was out, and Clay Thompson ruptured his Achilles. Yeah, Kyle Lowry, if if not for that one year and everything falling his way, would be considered one of the uh, on the biggest loser list. Which uh, coming soon, social hour, biggest loser list. We in just sports. have to confirm Bill's going to be here. <laughs> Can we do it's it today? Tough. It's tough. Bill, uh, he's in Kyle- Utah. No. I'm not in Utah. Uh, I, I hate Kyle Lowry. I love Al Horford. 140 games played uh, without a finals appearance. The number one overall. That's the, the, the number one in the NBA. Uh, do not Google this, Bill. I watch. I see you. I see you fucking Google I'm this. I'm working. Who's number two? Who's who's number two? I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint. They were teammates. I know, I know who it is. They're teammates. He already looked it up. He it up. Watch him. He's gonna I, go. Well, I, think, I think. I think. I no, think it's. So, uh... I thought it was Steve Nash. No, he's already but, doing it. Look, he's already. Steve doing Nash it. went to the finals, didn't he? No. So I thought it was Steve Nash, but I looked. It was Paul Millsap. Was number it two. It is Paul Millsap. Yeah. So I thought he it was. Steve Nash. It up. Fuck no shit. I just said I did. I said I thought it was Steve Nash when I read the email. So I went and looked it up. Steve Nash and Joe Johnson went 120. So yeah. I thought they were up there, but yeah, Paul Millsap. I mean, those fucking um, those Hawks teams, Hawks team. man. And, and um, Steve Smith. Phoenix. What wasn't Steve Smith? Was uh, Smith was... won a Steve Smith won a fucking um championship with the uh, the Spurs. Come on, sit uh, down. I am sitting sit down. down. I'm sitting. I'm sit sitting down. down. No, is uh, that was uh, Joe Johnson, Paul Millsap, uh, Al Horford. Um, who's the point guard on that team? They had a fucking point guard on that team. I'll go the back. Celtics had him last year. Jeff Teague. Teague was on that team. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well done, Bill. Yeah. Very underachieving number Guess one. Guess who gets a ring if the Celtics win a um, championship this year? I saw Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. <laughs> Joe Johnson. And uh, that Schroeder. Schroeder, the and German. Schroeder. Uh, a couple other things. Oh, uh, so we just shit on those guys. But Al Horford, uh, can we? everyone's cool with Al Horford. Grandfather died. Uh, came back, had a, had himself a game seven, some massive rebounds, got the game winning rebound. Uh, just good to see a guy like that, you know, finish his dreams. Hopefully he gets a ring. Oh God. That'd be so good. Robert Williams playing hurt. We've been giving this guy shit for years about not playing through pain and sitting out. Uh, he got, he could barely move out there. Uh, still impactful defensively, still got a, uh, uh, you know, some offensive lobs and some rebounds there. So hat tip to Rob Williams. We do a hat tip, uh, to old time lord there i've been the biggest rob williams fan on this show so it's great yeah, you guys see. smoke as much weed together that's why <laughs> and it's legal in the nba now, he's also so. becoming one of the biggest offenders with the ref god yeah. that guy's always complaining um marcus smart but, too as much as we hate him i mean he, he could barely move out there with that ankle he was gutting it out i'm not i'm not missing any more games pretty much do whatever it takes to get on the get on the court i mean those are your two de- best defensive players first team and second team all nba defense and it's just, they're both grinding and out. So good to see good toughness. Playoff yeah, hockey. no, you Playoff. absolutely, you absolutely Playoff like basketball. to see it. And it's, it's going through the whole team. Okay. Um, let's drill in on the last things in those final three minutes, because Bill, you've hit on it a couple of times. We touched on a little bit. Here's the biggest thing for me. 
Uh, I think Jason Tatum is making the right play, but it's going to the wrong guy. And they've done this all season long. And I don't know if it's a smart problem. I don't know if it's an email problem. Uh, it's not a Tatum problem. They, that ball needs to get to Jalen Brown. There's a reason you have two stars and two scorers on this team. Marcus Smart cannot lead the team in shot attempts. We've been through this. You lost two years ago to the same Heat team because of this reason, and you barely escaped. You barely escaped these playoffs with him doing the same shit, probably just because Tatum and Brown are that much better. So I don't know how you change that. I would still trade this guy in the offseason. Show me the return. I'd still move him for this reason. 0 for 5 in the final three minutes with a 13-point lead blown. And you keep shooting Marcus Smart. Unacceptable. They How got... many of those were three-pointers, too? Three, I think. Yeah. He finally tried to drive, and then he got blocked in the lane. Jalen Brown did have a shot attempt that was waved off because they called that offensive foul. So if you want to give him that, at least when Jalen got the Brown in those, when Jalen Brown got the ball in those final three minutes, he drove hard to the line. You're in the bonus. You're up 13. You drive to the basket and you get a foul and you go to the line. Marcus Smart just kept hawking threes, game six and seven. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. The ball needs to find your other superstar and Jalen Brown in those situations when Tatum is doubled. And I'll blame, I'll call, I'll, it's smart and Emay's problem. They need to make that better. So or if you want to give a little bit of Jalen Brown problem too, maybe he needs to speak up and say, get the fuck out of the way. I'll, I'll give you all three, but someone needs to step up. And I'm going to raise that. you one too. This is a Brad Stevens problem. This is going, and Danny Ainge before that. It's been going on for a while. You can't get a guy that, you can't get a, a reliable outside shooter, right? So this is why you're relying on Marcus Smart to try to go 0 for 5 in the final three minutes when you're up 3, 13, right? I think you need an out, a better outside shooter, better bench or It's a guy that you can put out there that can hit shots. I I don't like the ball in Marcus Smart's hand, period. And you Never need heard because- of Grant Curry? Please give me a look. Your, your last guys out there, Al Horford is a three point threat, I guess. And um, Derek White was hitting some shots, even if Grant White, White sucks. But look, you're talking about your four and five positions there, Mark. I, I don't, Marcus Smart just needs to be a better shooter if he's going to be in that position. Like, go find me a point guard that can shoot. How about that? Hmm. I'll give you that. But I don't think if you uh, swap Al Horford out, for a shooter, you're going to miss Al Horford's defense and rebounding more. I just, you just need to get the ball to Jalen. Just get the ball to Jalen Brown. He shouldn't be sitting in the corner all of the fourth quarter watching Jason Tatum go one-on-one and then kick it out to Marcus Smart. That's just bad offense. Just bad offense, and it's a bad psychology when you're up 13, three minutes, and you're rolling the ball up the court trying to I waste time. That. That's playing to lo- playing not to lose as opposed to playing to win. We see it in sports all the time. It doesn't work. They got mm-hmm. lucky. They got lucky in that game seven. Jimmy Butler didn't hit that shot because with 12 seconds left, if he hit it, Celtics are not scoring there. You nope. lose, and you're getting crucified. You're getting crucified for the way that you handled the last three minutes of that game. Um I don't know. It's another, I don't like, I don't know if Tatum will learn how to get a shot at a double teams in the finals. I don't think they'll learn from that in the finals either. Maybe next year, but I don't see that changing in the finals. No, it's a stepping stone. Like, you know, you're, now you're finally there. You're going to get your doors blown in. That's another stepping stone. So when you do go back, you're ready. <laughs> okay. Nice segue, Ray. We'll see a quick tiny break and we'll see if the Celtics can handle the, uh, the Warriors here. Be right back.
You gonna get another one? Yeah, go ahead. What an idiot. <laughs> what a fatty. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> nice tush, fatty. Thank you. <laughs> he purposely waited for you to get up and out of the picture to sprint over to his fridge. And now he conveniently points his camera that way so he can't see his fridge anymore. Nope. See, if you were on the show for the past month, Rich says this is a better view. I didn't say that. I, I just, but also, yeah, you see my Ray Bork signed jersey, Bill. See that? I got that just for you there. Burn your house down. <laughs> What's nice about uh, the sprint, though, is we get to watch his titties bounce on the way back. Hey, I'm down a a cup size, so fuck you. I am. Yes, I am. Uh, Welcome back. Celtics-Warriors game one Thursday night tip-off in San Francisco. The Warriors are favored. They got a a minus 60 on the series. Sorry, sorry, Bill. What was that? Nine o'clock. I hate these That's so fucking stupid. (laughs) Fuck the West Coast. I can't wait for California to sink. Celtics are 7-3 in their last 10 attempts. And what was it over? What What was your stat, Raymond? For what? The Celtics and Warriors. And the, oh, they're nine and five in seven seasons. Okay. No, no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. What, what other stats do you want? Seven you and three in their last ten, nine and five in the last five seasons. Okay. Um, Warriors, this is their sixth trip to the finals in eight seasons. It's well, pretty good. Yeah, they're good. It's <laughs> pretty good. Obviously, they got three rings, uh, but and Steph Clay and Draymond are still there. The core, uh, two of those rings came with, uh, Came with Durant, and they how many did they lose without Durant? Two. They lost to LeBron, no. and they lost to Toronto, right? Or it was a uh, Toronto? Uh, Katie was on the Toronto the, team. Yeah, that was he got hurt. last year. He got hurt. Oh, that was the Achilles year. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, um, I think they can be beaten. But uh, as you've pointed out, Ray, there are zero NBA final games uh, with the Celtics roster. That's insane. Not a one. Not a one. Well, look at the end of the bench. They're guys you've never heard of, and they're all 20 years old. It's like yeah. there's, there's no Paul Millsaps down there taking up bench space to, to get a ring because nobody believed in this team and wanted to jump on the bandwagon to get a ring because you were we'll 20 next 21. Year. We'll probably have a bunch of Ooh. 35-year-old veterans on the bench next year. Oh, yeah. Even LeBron's sniffing at it. <laughs> like maybe, maybe Wait, I, I can win go... a championship? Mm, let me go there. Let me, follow, let me drag these Tatum coattails to a another another ring god i can't wait to hate on lebron on the celtics that's just best part though is the thing i sent you richard before we go any further uh kd and Kyrie did their little super team they both left golden state kd and Kyrie left boston to do that hey how's that working out for you douchebags this team wouldn't be in the finals with Kyrie on on uh nope the celtics no No team in the history of basketball will ever be anywhere close to the finals with Kyrie irving on their team Mm -mm. again again Mark that down. Uh, Here's some more stats for you. This is the first time the NBA Finals have featured two teams with the top defensive efficiency uh, in the NBA Finals since the 96 Bulls played the uh, Supersonics out of Seattle. Old Gary Payton, Sean Kemp versus MJ. Uh, Celtics were number one in the league, uh, 106.2, and the more Warriors, 106.6. Steph Curry, a lot of lot is being made of him trying to get his first Finals MVP. And uh, Jason Tatum. That's mind-blowing. That's mind-blowing stat. That he hasn't won a finals MVP. Durant's got Durant. two, and then 
Andre Iguodala got the first one. That's the that's the one that fucking blows my mind. Did you he see what nasty, he did on Le, Did you see what he did on LeBron in that series? Like he was disgusting. He that I was know, the reason why. Saying, he made some big shots. This guy's the superstar of this team, and he still hasn't won a Finals MVP. Steph Curry sucks in the finals. In fact, I'll go raise it one further. He sucks in the playoffs. Go he on. Is not, he is not a big time performer in the playoffs. His if you look at his regular season numbers and his playoff numbers down across the board. Steph Curry. He's not a big time performer. I'm, I'm saying right now, look at the games that he's had in the playoffs. He's I don't, especially in the finals. No, there's a reason why he hasn't won MVP. Gold State sweeps though. Fuck them. He's small and defensive. These defenses can key in on key on key in on him, uh, which we'll get to in a second. The other thing uh, people are making a big deal out of is Tatum. Uh, Ray, you've been on this train, knocking down Hall of Famers on his way to his first ring. I don't think there's a Hall of I. Did Lowry and Butler get a sniff for the Hall of Fame? Well, the one seed, on the Heat, they're the one seed. Jimmy Butler, pro- Jimmy Butler will get in the Hall of Fame. Spolster will probably get in the Hall of Fame. Anyone in the NBA that he's you, a good you, coach. yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Fame. He's got enough finals. He's he's got a good Three pedigree, rings, right? He's Three? got. Two. They won two. two down there, right? Heat two, two, LeBron? yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah. Yeah. Um, two, and two. They're two and two. Who's Heat? Who is was Riley coaching the 06 team? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yep. Yeah. That was his final season. He yeah. came back. Um. Anyway, uh, obviously you had uh, Kyrie Durant round one, Giannis round two, and then the Heat round three. Uh, knocking off Steph, Clay, and Draymond would be the icing on the cake if Tatum and company can do it. Um. So it's a um, like I said, I think uh, honestly, it's an NBA Finals wet dream the way the Celtics uh, young stars have emerged. Uh, young stars versus old stars, inexperience versus experience, West versus East, uh, a lot of shooting across the board for both these teams, good defensively, good coaching. I, I just think it's going to be an excellent matchup. So let's get to these matchups. You got, t- let's do, give me a, a win-loss, okay? Do the Celtics win this matchup or do they lose this matchup? Keep track, uh, Secretary. Yes, sir. Jason Tatum versus uh, uh, Andrew Wiggins. Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. Tatum's going to win that. Jalen Brown versus Clay Thompson. Celtics just because Clay's not Clay yet. Yes, that's I agree. A, that's a big factor going. I was going to go wash there because Clay could get hot, but I'll tell you guys win. Yeah, Bill wins. James. Yeah, Bill wins that one. All what did you have an opinion on that, Ray? Do you think you have a why, Jalen wins? No, or, just uh, because your eyes are bleeding because, green again. No, just because Clay Thompson coming off that injury, he hasn't looked like himself. Yeah, he's had spurts of uh, you know his old self, but through the playoffs, he hasn't been that consistent guy. Like in the playoffs, his days off 917 days, something, or something. stupid like that, yeah, eight, seven, yeah, something like that. But this it's is in the, the 900s. This is the year, like, to get Golden State because you know they had a pretty easy run of the finals. Clay's still not back from that injury. You run into a team like Golden State next year with a healthy, like, fully healthy Clay and a year of basketball under his, under his uh, belt, then we're talking differently. But this is like probably the perfect time to kind of run into an older team right now, probably at the end of their. I was gonna run. say maybe it is, maybe it isn't. These guys are in their uh, early to late thirties, and they've had a lot of basketball under those legs. And remember, Steph Curry couldn't stay healthy the first two or three years of his season; he had big ankle problems. So I don't Didn't know. Did he get hurt this year? This by, might be uh, their last run. Smart. Yeah. Didn't uh, Curry get hurt this year? Yeah, he might have got. He might might have taken. I don't remember it. what happened there? Oh, yeah, Marcus Smart lose ball because Marcus Smart was getting gritty. Well, 50-50 shut. Some call it gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here's a nice segue there, right? Marcus Thank Smart you. versus Steph Curry. Inter- interesting to hear what old uh, Billy Basketball has to say about this one after bashing Steph. I mean, I'll take Steph there, but um, <laughs> over Marcus Smart, he's a better player, but his uh, offensive 
efficiency is down on smart uh guarding him but i'm still going steph curry because he could draw 50 on smart right defense wins championships but i'm still sticking steph curry. Yeah, I knew, I knew i'm gonna take i'm, taking, I'm, I'm gonna steph take curry. a unanimous mvp steph curry in that one yeah. uh al horford slash the williams twins uh grant and uh robert williams versus uh draymond bill I'll go. I'm, uh, I'm taking Al. I'm taking the Celtics on this one specifically. And, and I know he's hurt. I know Rob Williams is hurt, but Draymond Green in his podcast went on like a five minute rant about how good Robert Williams is. I think Grant Williams has the physicality to give you a couple minutes. And Al Horford, like I said, uh, the man's got his eyes in the stars right now, uh, you know, looking to looking to finalize his dream. So, and it's three, three on one, but I think that's to the Celtics favor. So I'm, I'm going with them. Yeah, I'm going with um, the Celtics. Yeah, their their length is something Golden State can't match up with. Bill's all the about Celtics. the length. Bill yes, loves he is. length. Yeah, yeah not, a, but not, not a big Tuesday. not a big girth mm-hmm. guy. But no, uh, length needle dick is big... what we call Bill. Sharp and effective. Uh Derek White versus Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Poole, I guess. <laughs> that's a that's a pool. I mean, Jordan Poole is an offensive weapon. He's been uh, killing it in the playoffs, Jordan Poole. This is the guy to watch out for. He's Gary been Payton nasty. The second's coming back too. Game one. You what might you see. Yeah, yeah. Gary, Gary Payton. Gary the second. Payton the second. He does not like to be called junior. The second. The second. Uh, he should. He might be an impact off the bench. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do in the matchups. You might see uh, Marcus Smart on Jordan Poole type of situation. Steph Curry against length. Bill's length is uh, ah, Bill's not length. as good. So a Tatum on Steph Curry type of type of thing might work. Um, yeah, it'll be, like I said, fun, fun matchups across the board in this one. And Hey, Celtics are in the NBA finals. We got basketball in Boston in June. It's a, it's, I need a nap though. Fuck it. Hey, nine o'clock. Fuck you. NBA. Fuck the West coast. I hope the, no, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Easy. Easy. You time traveling right now. It's early. I'm pretty drunk. What are you drinking? Give us some predictions there. Double IPAs, baby. I've got to work early today. Why don't you show us those green nips and uh, give us some, give us some predictions. Uh, Oh, good God. (laughs) The old, the old tiny nips of Goffstown make an appearance. Right. Why don't you give us a prediction on this series? Celtics in six and banner 18 comes home, baby. Yeah. Boston green team are all the way. I got my green team underwear. I think it's going to be a uh, hard fought six games, but we're taking this. I'm surprised you didn't say sweet bill. I thought he was going sweet, but I got warriors in six. <sighs> of course you do. You fucking tool. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to get mad at him. I'm not going to get mad. I'm also not going to uh, say why I think he's saying warriors in six. I'm going to go change for my uh, uh, text exchange. I originally had Warriors in seven off the immediately off the game seven miraculous win from the Celtics. And I'm going to go Celtics in seven. They go to San Francisco and they get another road win for the 18th banner. I think it's been that kind of year for them. Any Um, team ever win three game sevens in one point? No team has won two game sevens in a row. I don't know what the uh, – that was the first time any, t- any team's ever won two game sevens in a row in the playoffs. I'd be willing to bet no team has ever won games, three game sevens in a playoff run. Hey, dummy, look it up for us, please. <laughs> oh, I got to do headlines in a moment. Yeah, we'll get back go. to you on that after headlines because right now uh, we're going to say go seize and we'll throw it over to headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. Let's see how this goes since Bill is back. Uh, Bill's Boston Celtics punched their tickets to the NBA Finals on Sunday with a 100-96 to win over Jimmy Butler in the Heat. This is the 22nd 
appearance in the NBA Finals for the Celtics franchise and the 18th title if they can defeat the Golden State Warriors. Jason Tatum took home the inaugural Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP award. Tatum averaged 27 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 1.3 steals, and 1.2 blocks in 42 minutes. Uh, Game 1 of the NBA Final tips off on Thursday at 9 p.m. just as my giant old balls are dozing off. The Boston Red Sox latest embarrassment came thir- uh, Tuesday in a 10 to nothing loss to the going Baltimore down Royals. Go. It's going down. <laughs> Monday. It's it says mon- uh, Tuesday, so but it was Monday. The Red Sox lost three of the five home game, uh, games in the O's over the holiday weekend, including a 12 to 8 loss Friday evening with the Queen in attendance. How dare they? Uh, luckily, his eyes were too full of love, a.k.a. copious amounts of booze and narcotics to witness the 10 unanswered runs from the birds. The Red Sox are now 23 and 26, 10 and a half games behind the Yankees in the AL East. In Bruins nudes, Brad Marchand has undergone hip surgery and is out at least six months. We have word that thoughts and prayers have been sent from Irene, who... <laughs> who has ample experience with hip injuries due to the years and years of Tuesday evenings. Also, Cam Neely continues to hide behind the veil of fake <laughs> success and refuses to make any real necessary changes in the organization. The AHL Conference Finals matchups are set in the West. Connor McDavid, McDavid and the Oilers take on the Avs. In the East, the light... Come on, buddy, you can do it. In the East, the Lightning are back to defend their title against the surging New York Rangers. I am Hockey Guy Ray, and the Patriots still refuse to coach Mac Jones. This has been headlines with the obvious one. Back to you there, Richard. Wow. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> There's a lot there. It was. It was. I had about a half of that, and then, uh, you know, there was a lot of news today. So, good job, Ray. <laughs> good job, Grandma Guru. Uh, wow. Okay, I guess we have to talk Red Sox now, Bill. Uh, they uh, were going. Yeah, take a break, Ray. That was a long-winded <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, can you look up if any teams ever won three game sevens in the NBA yep. playoffs? Yep. Uh, I wish I could just take one box. I can. I, we could just delete Ray from the screen right now, but I can't. Um, the Red Sox were going for their fifth series win in a row versus the Orioles, the lowly Orioles. However, uh, that team seems to have the Red Sox number. Uh, they beat the White Sox, the Mariners, and the Astros and Rangers uh, and couldn't couldn't handle the Orioles in a uh, weird five-game series with that doubleheader and uh, two atrocious losses on Friday and Monday. Uh, I don't know. Uh, here's, here's what I have. In those series, it looks like the bats heated up. And the uh, pitching uh, at best remains questionable. Obviously, we saw some uh, pretty terrible displays, the worst displays of pitching from the Red Sox in that Orioles series. The bullpen is straight up laughable. Um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot I wrote this. One word for you to describe the, the Red Sox uh, mentality when they go in their bullpen and from the front office in their approach this season. Ryan Brazier. That fucking cock neck son of a bitch was in that bullpen to start this season. And that's all you need to know of what they thought they needed uh, to compete or at least what they uh, wanted to afford to compete. So I don't know. 
your thoughts, your thoughts there, but like, it's, it's hard to get into the Red Sox. We're not even in June yet. It's May 31st. The Celtics are in the NBA finals. It's hard to get into baseball this early, especially when your team sucks. So I haven't been playing that close of attention. Um, but I know you've been a little bit closer. So your thoughts on that, unless Ray, you have uh, an answer Quickly. to our question. Yes. And how should we ever forget the Celtics in 2008? Uh, oh, they yes. played 26 games two get, uh, they played two, seven game series and two, six game series and route to the NBA championship but you that didn't answer our question oh no so, so no, no team has ever yes no jesus but that's the closest i'm just telling you that's the okay. closest that's happened and that Got team it. atlanta what was atlanta and philly what were those the, the was it philly pistons piss they uh, beat the pistons and six pistons yeah pistons beat the pistons six. and, and that first round series against atlanta. cleveland it was atlanta Cle- atlanta was went atlanta, seven Pist- games Atlanta, Pistons, yeah. Cleveland. Atlanta and Cleveland went seven. Paul Pierce, P.J. Brown, four for four in the fourth quarter. Come on, like it's, come it's on. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's bring the uh, the mood down a little bit. Uh, Bills, the Red Sox. <laughs> the problem. All right, so you have a big, huge. The bullpen's the biggest problem on the team right now, right? I mean, I've been saying it since April. Once the warm weather hits, the bats are going to heat up, and basically, you're seeing across the MLB right now, bats are heating up. Trevor Story just went on a torrid month of May, nine home runs, I think, in like ten games, 20, 15 games, some ridiculous thing like that. But the biggest problem is you move Garrett Whitlock in the rotation now. Does not have one win since you've put him in the rotation. He was your best bullpen guy. You have no stopper in the bullpen. You gave up ten unanswered runs. Friday night, I left the game in the seventh because I want to go home watch the Celtics. Hopefully, go to the NBA Finals, which that wow. didn't, that didn't. I was trying. I got the tickets last minute. They were cheap. I didn't. I wasn't. Of course, I didn't the Queen spend, never pays for anything expensive. I wasn't. I didn't spend hundreds of dollars. It was. I'm like, you know what? I want to go watch the end of the Celtics game. Let's get the fuck out of here. I get home and it was twelve to eight. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It's how, a huge problem. How, quickly, uh, how intoxicated were you? At that Red Sox game, because when I saw the pictures, those photos put- would uh, not not show well in court. I tried to keep my sunglasses on. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. <laughs> She's like, "Why are you wearing sunglasses? It's like looks like it's gonna rain." I'm just like, "Leave me the fuck alone. Let me don't leave worry about it. Don't worry about it. I need these sunglasses." <laughs> Whenever he does the head tilted thing and takes pictures, you know he's fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty. I was feeling good. That's okay. That was a good day. Uh, except for the Red Sox. Yeah, those 10 unanswered. I don't... You won four series in a row. You didn't sweep any of them. It, you're chipping away, I guess. You're 10 and a half back of the Yankees still. You still get a losing record. There's not a lot of hope on the horizon. What, what the Winchowski kid do this weekend? Not good. Yeah. Well, three or four runs and in three innings. I mean, I was watching him. He had... It was 2 nothing in the second. He had 50 pitches before he got out of that inning, so he didn't last long. I mean, you got... no. Everyone keeps talking about, you know, some of your top end talent in the farm systems of pitching. Brian Bello, we haven't seen him yet. Brian Mata, or not Brian, Bello, Bello. Mata, Bello. They have Mata supposed to come back uh, F, uh, uh rehab. Tommy John, he's hitting the hundreds. Jay Groom still down there, but we haven't seen these guys manifest any. Connor Siebold, who we've been looking at since the Heath Hembry trade and, and back then, um, whatever the f- fuck, I forget the other guy's name. But anyways, Workman. Workman, yeah, came in Nick Pavetta and, and Siebel. We we're hoping these guys made that jump. And, and at this point in time, you need it. The Rich Hills of the world are going four innings. Nick Pavetta, thank God, the last few starts has been a godsend for them going long in games. Even even Elvaldi's been hit or miss lately. It's good, Rich. 
He had a complete game on Sunday. I think it was Sunday for the double, the first game of the double hitter, which was nice. We know what Evaldi is. Evaldi is good yeah, for every fourth you, game. You have getting nothing shelled. after that. You have nothing after that. You don't have a stopper in the bullpen. Your stopper in the bullpen is your fifth starter right now, Garrett Whitlock. Move his ass back to the bullpen. As much as I like this kid, I like him starting, but at some point for the, the better of your team, bring up one of these kids and let, let one of these kids try to produce and then move Whitlock back to the bullpen. He needs to be your closer. He needs to be your Andrew Miller out there. Long relief closing something give them in the most impactful innings in the game that's what you need to do because there's right now you absolutely have sorry to interrupt you but there's absolutely no reason whatsoever for garrett whitlock not to be in the re- not to be in the bullpen for this year's club other than heim bloom and management continually to do nothing but think ahead and if they think garrett whitlock is a starter in this league and they want him um they want him stretched out and they want the experience and they want that third pitch to come along in the starting rotation. So he can be your number two or number three guy moving forward for years to come. I would say that that's a mistake from Heimblum continually always doing nothing but looking towards the future and not paying attention to the here and now, because if Garrett Whitlock was in that bullpen, you're five or six games above 500 still in the wild card talk. And you're still, you know, sniffing the Yankees in the division. If you can get hot, if Chris sale comes back, you can, you can talk yourself into the things that we're saying, but right now, the way the bullpen has blown games, you can, I can come up with five or six games that are purely reliant on that seventh, eight, ninth inning or six, seven, eight, nine. And whenever the, you know, that next time their opponents lineup come up and, destroy them um, being effective if Garrett Whitlock was out there. So I think a lot is falling on Heim Bloom because I don't, that's not an Alex core decision. You think Alex core is the, the baseball guy that he is, isn't seeing that and going, I mean, he talked about it at the beginning of uh, spring training, Garrett Whitlock is a weapon in, in the bullpen. He said the words, I think verbatim. So I think it's coming from up top. I think they're trying to get this guy into a, into a starting role. Maybe they're looking ahead to next season, Bill, where the rules are going to change. Shifts are going down. They're going to, they're going to try and get the game back to what it used to be. Maybe they're looking at him as more value in the starting lineup next year. Meanwhile, you, you were 10 games under 500 at one point because you took your best pitcher out of the best role he was in. So it, you have to blame a lot of it on management, I think. Yeah, and, and also not address not addressing your bullpen and then getting the scrap heap. Michael Walker has been okay. Okay. Walka, walka, walka. But you've seen his last two starts coming off the DL four innings. Baseball race there. input. Baseball race input comes comes in bursts. And no, uh, I had a, that's I had about a question it. when you when you're done this uh, take. Yeah, here. but this is it, it's it goes back to pitching as a whole. You went to the scrap heap. Your three starters, Rich Hill, 42 years old, has throws two pitches. You get lucky if you get five innings on him. Michael Walker started off hot, but now you've seen him come back from DL two bad starts. And then James Paxton, who you're hoping, who hoping you exactly hoping coming back off a second Tommy John that you're gonna get anything out of him in the second half of the season. And then again, Chris Sale. Chris Sales just started throwing again, and you hope that he can come back and play before the All Star break. But I don't have any hope for that. So I mean, he'll sneeze again, and break a rib. This is why you I'm have just about to say the same thing. No, that, this is why you good. have. Don't no no don't ever agree to that. Don't yeah. don't ever talk about that. Oh, This is why you have Garrett Whitlock in the starting rotation because you refuse to address your pitching and get legitimate pitchers in here. I don't care if you sign a bunch of third or four starters. Don't go to the scrap heap to do it. Get guys. I mean, the Martin uh, Perez's of the world and all this other shit. Garrett Those, Richards, Billiam. Would you happy with that? It, he's in the Rich Hill mold. You can go oh, okay. out and get legitimate okay. third or fourth starters, not fifth, sixth, seventh starters. Oh, sorry. Which Rich Hill owns a jacket, though. Oh, cool. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, quickly, no, you're uh, right, my... though. You're right. No, but to finish Bill's point before you say something stupid, Ray, uh, what, what your point is, and, and 
piggybacking on mine. That's management. It's the way that they have uh, looked at and approached uh, this team. Last year, they caught lightning in a bottle. Uh, I tooted myself through that entire season just because I threw positivity at them at the beginning of the of last year's season just to throw I positivity at them. And I got lucky just like they got lucky. Uh, it's not happening this year. It's just not happening. They, they don't have the horses. You don't have Matt Barnes loading his hand with sticky icky throwing uh, 12 to Ooh. minus six curveballs anymore. You, I'm sorry. You just don't have it. And they didn't approach this off season. They didn't, they did nothing. They did absolutely nothing this off season. It was a panic move and a, and a pressure move to go sign Trevor story uh, to push Bogarts out of town. And hopefully that, that it's just, yeah, you, we really, uh, everybody should be hard on this uh, Red Sox management. Raymond. Uh, first of all, Liverpool's in the uh, champions league final. So that's probably why they did nothing, but a uh, quick question for you lose. both. No, they're in the cha- They haven't played yet. Uh, Adley Rushman from the Baltimore Orioles, the catcher, the, first overall pick in 2019 do you think this is going to make the red sox be the last place team in the al east because ever since this kid came up they've been surging as a late no uh so stick around for simplest minds of the week uh we'll close out the show this kid's like this guy reminds me of uh bryce harper the way they're putting stock into this kid oh, i picked shit. him as my uh al rookie of the year but he's oh not gonna... see look at that but he's not gonna he's a catcher is not going to make or break your team. I don't know. They're playing around. Especially, they're, they're especially, uh, let me ask you a question. Especially right? a first-year catcher who will probably not hit well. The Baltimore Orioles catcher is not going to be the reason the Red Sox, are, uh, the Orioles are not in last place. The Red Sox are going to be the reason the Orioles are not in last place. Well, I'm just saying because the Orioles are going to actually start winning games. This is what happens when you think about baseball. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Uh, speaking of, speaking of simple minded, uh, folks, here's a couple candidates for simple minds of the week. Uh, let's start with this guy, Tony Flom, uh, slaps Jock Peterson over some fantasy football debate. Um, who's who's got this story? Who's got the backstory in this one? I do. It says Giants outfielder Jock Peterson said he was slapped in the face by Reds outfielder Tommy Flom during an altercation in the outfield during batting practice over a disagreement. That began when Peterson was accused of cheating in a group text exchange concerning their fantasy football league. I, I like it. I like it. How dare Well, you? that and then he uh, made fun of the Padres, who a fan was a part of last year, and that's where the slap happened. Got suspended three games by the Reds, not by MLB, the Reds. So it just cost yourself three game checks. So nice job. I blame Will Smith. The, the open hand slap has just become it's just way too become very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very popular. popular. All right. Candidate number one, the open hand slap over a fantasy football debate. Uh, second one, and probably the winner, uh, something called Jason Stewart, a uh, little bit joint. And uh, explain this to me a little bit more, Bill, as we go. A fan controlled football league after he scored a touchdown and the team immediately cut him, or did the fans cut him? What, give me this story, please. Ooh. I think that the, so the team cut him. It's a fan controlled league. Michael Vick's part of this league now. Terrell Owens is part of this league. Johnny Manziel. Uh, Johnny Manziel. It's basically like an indoor football league, but, um, you know, fans control it. I think fans call you it can plays. Make the and, plays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. So he threw a touchdown pass and to celebrate, he lit up a joint. I believe he was in vegas i, th- I think in uh lit up a joint and next thing you know uh, a few days later he got he got cut everyone loved it i mean again who gives a shit it's fan controlled you're supposed to be you know living up to the fans but still to get cut for for that i mean it's it's obviously not a good look and and way to go you had a job 
probably one that didn't pay much, but at least you're playing football professionally, I guess. And this is how you lose it by smoking a joint. Uh, nice job. On the field. On the field. Yeah. Not, not like at your it, house. Was it like or, a, a drug uh, test, just on the field? Who, uh, who oh, was it? Who had the cell phone in his sock? Joe Horn. Oh, no. Yes. Joe Horn. Yeah. Joe right. Horn for the Joe Saints. Horn, where, where was uh, the, where was the joint? I don't know. I think a f- either a fan gave it to him or what, but he just pulled it out, lit it up on. I, I don't know if he had it. He might've had it in his uniform, but pulled it out, lit it up, you know, and it's just, you cost yourself a job. Bye-bye. You know what movie I watched the other day? I haven't watched it in a really long time. Was the replacements. Ooh, that's that's, that's the like a scene out of the replacements. That, that kicker reminds me of Patty the Batty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can see that for sure. Yes. Well, uh, we, J, uh, the, the, Blunt smoke and Jason Stewart wins a uh, simplest mind of the week. I mean, you lost your job over over some uh, over some weed on the field. That that's pretty stupid. Yeah, Peterson's right up there though. I, Peterson, I had I forgot about Peterson, and then I read once Ray said it, I was like, oh yeah, no shit. But uh, I remember something when you guys said that. I was like, ah, losing your job for smoking weed. Yeah, because this weekend I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna be the simplest mind of the week. And then I <laughs> drank a million beers this weekend because it's the first kick kick off the summer. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm dragging ass today. Yeah, it sucks. I'm surprised okay. you're here well, after a holiday weekend, Bill. Yeah, no, good for you. It, it yeah, is Tuesday. Good for you. Yeah, good for you, Bill. Uh, good to have you back, Queen. Uh, again, congratulations, boys, on season number three. Thanks for everybody uh, listening and contributing. Congratulations and... on your nuptial or uh, engagement, Billion. Yeah, thank you, well, thank you as well. Keep that in hush hush. Uh, we don't want the we don't no, want it's angry Facebook official. No one aiming angry female emails with the Queen off the market. Uh, that's yeah, the show. The that's news the Irene tonight. I mean, it might be it's Tuesday. I forgot. Yeah, that's gonna be rough, man. My back is already hurting. So Although I did dreading. tell her, they were very happy. They're very, the both parents were very happy. Good. You told her that Tuesdays are still on, though. No, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, why would that ever stop? Wouldn't. That's the Moonlight Sports Show, Wednesday edition, June 1st, 2022. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. On location, so you got to be incognito. Whose voice, is, whose voice is that? Undisclosed location. <laughs> Hold on, I'll make it easier for you. <laughs> Sweet picture. Nice picture. Thanks. Billy Love. Billy Love Boat. Billy Love Boat. Old Billy Love Boat. <laughs> Can I ask a question, Bill? Go ahead. After all the years that I've been complaining about being married, what the fuck made you decide to do it i don't know money insurance i have my own it was the money you got to sell queen's landing for a song and go live free in some broad's house have you have you not seen the double closet ah click clacks all the click clacks are in there that's that's worth the matrimony in itself that's right very true
Bill, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. You're very loud. Get used to it. All right. Pitch <laughs> tits. What do you want me? What do you want me to say? I'm on location. This is what this is what we got. Good. Good. I think you're perfect. You're perfect. Thanks. You're looking Ray. good. You're looking good. Um. Yeah. It's it's this new uh, ring light thing that Ray has apparently decided to completely neglect all illumination in his podcast studio. They're all on. But this fucking thing is bright. This thing is. Is it the one? I don't have any. I don't have any light in on either. But I have these things called windows in my podcast studio where Ray is in the dark, dirty basement. Yeah, sweet bedroom with a folding table. It's all right. Sorry, Rich. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You make you you make do with what you got. Beep. Bill hasn't been here in a month, and he wasn't even the one to land that beep. So good for sorry. you, good for I'm you, Doctor Bo- Doughboy. And you would think now, uh, three seasons into this show, you would know what you can and cannot say. Uh, yeah, I a book, dummy. I, I've been drinking. I'm sorry, it slipped out. It's okay. Uh, cheers, boys. Uh, cheers. Season three. Uh, Bill is not only still alive, <laughs> uh, but he's also still on the show. And uh, as previously mentioned. Uh, soon to be, uh, soon to be, uh, Mrs. Queen. I can't wait to get blacked out drunk at your wedding. Yeah, you want to be in it? Yeah. Ooh, is this the <laughs> is this the official invite? Wow, that was beautiful. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. Thank we'll you. It's that. not an official. No, no, no. That's terrible. <laughs> That's everyone's. I've been, been going. I've been going over the like the list in my head because I think I need like six with her Jesus. and i'm like, like man how do i cut ray langevin out of this wedding <laughs> easy just give me a fucking two plates and i'm good yeah i got it i got an idea for you head on down to lowe's you know those guys that can't speak english that are working <laughs> looking for jobs just throw a couple of them in the truck and uh give them a suit yep oh that's a good idea keep this man out of here <laughs> what's that movie with uh oh fuck uh best like he's the best man cool man uh so do you guys want to talk uh you guys want to do the uh, get the show started here we got a lot to get to love you man 